If you got a highly competitive and compelling offer to attract new players to your club or coaching program, to knock people off the fence and get them to take the leap and just sign up already, if you haven't or don't even have any idea what I'm talking about, then this episode is for you as I will explain what I mean by a compelling offer, why an offer matters and how you can design a great offer for your club or coaching program. You're listening to the Tennis Business Academy podcast, the show where I, David Martins, provide bite-sized nuggets of information, advice, and ideas on all things related to running a tennis coaching program or club. If you are out there working to get more people learning, playing, and enjoying tennis, then I'm on your side and this podcast is for you. Welcome to the fourth episode of the podcast and today we're discussing offers, what they are, why they matter and more importantly how to go about designing great offers or even just one great offer that will allow you to get more people on court. So let's do this and let's start by discussing what I mean by offer. As you might imagine, if you look in a dictionary, the word offer has plenty of different definitions. But there's one definition that fits like a glove to the context in which I'm discussing offers, which is this. To present or put forward something for someone to accept or reject as desired. And that's exactly how I think about an offer. It's the idea that I'm creating something to present to people in the hope that they will decide to accept my offer and ultimately sign up. Or in other words, I'm talking about what you put in front of a potential customers to persuade them to sign up, to persuade them to spend their money and their time with us. Whether that's a club membership, a monthly direct debit, a coaching course, a trial of some sort, or anything else that we'd like them to sign up for. Now, The key thing here is that the quality of the offer you put forward will impact people's desire to sign up for it or not. In other words, if your offer is great, then you'll get more people signing up. And conversely, if your offer is not very good, then you'll get fewer people willing to sign up. This is obvious and makes sense. And it's why offers matter. If you just offer what everyone else is offering, if your offer is normal, then you shouldn't expect to be able to attract that many new players to your coaching program or club. And that might be fine if your program or club is already full. But if you are trying to attract new players, then having a great offer will help you achieve this for two reasons. Number one, it helps you stand out in a very competitive market. And make no mistake, our industry is in a very competitive market. We're not just competing with other tennis coaches and clubs. We're competing for people's leisure time. People go to work or school and then have a certain amount of time during the week and the weekend where they can choose what they want to do. They could come to tennis, sure, but they could also go to football, cricket, basketball or rugby, just to name a few sports. But they could also decide to go to piano or violin lessons or stay home and play video games. The adults might also decide to try another sport, or maybe they'll go out for a meal, or down the pub for a drink, go to the movies, or decide to just stay home and watch TV. And these are just a few examples. There's hundreds of other things that both children and adults might decide to do that isn't tennis. 
Having a great offer might be the reason why someone decides to give tennis a try instead of trying something else. And once we get them on court, we have a chance to show them how enjoyable tennis is and hopefully get them to sign up to the sport for life, so to speak. Reason number two, it knocks people off the fence. Sometimes people are considering trying tennis or your club or coaching program, but for whatever reason, they're hesitating. They're nearly ready to pull the trigger, but are delaying the decision. They're sitting on the fence. A great offer will give them that last little nudge to knock them off the fence and encourage them to sign up now instead of continuing to delay. This might make a big difference, especially for people who don't yet see themselves as tennis players. Okay, these are the two main reasons why offers are important. To help you stand out amongst the competition and to help knock people off the fence and get them to stop delaying and take the plunge and sign up. But before we move on to how we go about designing great offers, I want to address one more thing, which is the idea of timing. If you designed a perfect offer and you show it to the perfect customer at the wrong time, then the customer will still not buy. And this is important to bear in mind. People have a lot of reasons why it might not be the right time for them to take advantage of your offer, even if they would like to. Things like they're about to have a child, someone in their family is ill, they've just changed jobs and are focusing on that, they're injured, they're short on cash right now, and a million other ones. The number of reasons why it might not be the right time for someone is virtually endless. So how do we address this? The answer is quite simple. We have to make sure to advertise our offer consistently because we understand that we don't know when someone might be ready or not. We must keep advertising our offer consistently so that we can grab people when the timing is right for them. Someone who wasn't ready to buy in January might be ready to buy in May, but only if they see your offer again around May, June, July time, let's say. Or else they're probably not even going to remember you exist when they're ready to buy. This is an important part of thinking about how we bring new people into our club or coaching program. We need to design a great offer, yes, but we also need to consistently put the message out that the offer exists so that people can take advantage of it when the timing is right for them. Which brings us to the last question for this episode. How do we actually go about designing a great offer? Well, there's virtually an infinite number of ways in which you can design a great offer, but I'd like to cover the four main ways you can use to create great offers and give some examples of each. They aren't complicated or extraordinary, but if used right, they work. So let's do this and let's start with pricing. The most obvious way to create an offer that stands out is to reduce the price of your membership or your lessons. Now, let me be clear here. I'm not suggesting you reduce your price forever and just charge less than what you can afford to keep your club or coaching program running. Providing your products or service at such an inexpensive price that your organization can't financially survive is not good business. What I'm suggesting is that you reduce the pricing or even make it free for new customers for a set period of time so that people can try your services without much risk to them. It's different asking someone to pay £200 up front for a 12-month club membership, for example, than it is to tell them that they can pay for a discounted rate for only one trial month before having to commit to the yearly membership. So 
Again, this isn't about reducing your price forever. It's about reducing the price and the risk for the first interaction with the customer to encourage them to take that first step. The idea being that if more people try it, the more people that you have a chance to win over so that they will then have no problem paying the normal price going forward. This type of offer is quite prevalent in our world. Common examples include discounted first private lessons or courses or discounted club memberships for a short period of time. And then also, of course, the free trials for lessons or club memberships. Many coaches offer the first lesson for free and some clubs allow someone to be a part of the club for a few weeks as a trial before them having to commit to becoming a member. Okay, so that's one way of creating great offers that stand out. Let's jump on to the second one, add-ons and bundles. The idea here is that you don't necessarily need to reduce the price for the first interaction with the customer, but that instead you add extras to what you're offering to the customer. These could be extras of any kind, such as equipment like rackets, grips, cans of balls, tennis shoes, t-shirts, or anything else that you think might be relevant. Or it could be an add-on individual session when they book onto a course. This might be a particularly good add-on for a coach who wants to expand their private lesson schedule. Or you could pair up a club membership with a free six-week coaching course or any other type of add-on that you think adds value to the offer and makes it more enticing for people to sign up to. The options are endless here. Tennis for Kids is the perfect example of a bundle that includes a few different things for an affordable price, which makes it a great way for parents to get their kids to try tennis. For those of you listening that have no idea what Tennis for Kids is, it's a bundle that includes six lessons, a t-shirt, a racket, and a set of balls for a very affordable price. All right, let's move on to the third way to design a great offer, which is limited availability. The idea here is that the offer has an end date or that you'll only accept a certain number of signups for this offer. Now, let me just say right off the bat that faking limited availability is not a good idea. Do not tell people that there is limited availability when it actually doesn't exist. People will notice that you are making it up sooner or later and it won't do your brand any favors. Having said this, if you really set a cutoff date for an offer, or you really only want to accept a certain number of signups, then you can use this limited availability in your offer to help you knock people off the fence. A classic example of this would be when you've set up a new coaching course and there are only 10 spots available in that course, for example. When advertising that course, you should make sure that you explain that once those 10 spots are gone, they're gone and no one else will be allowed to sign up. Or as a different example, you could offer a discounted membership, but people can only sign up to it until the end of the month. Or you could have an open day offer where people need to sign up during the open day to take advantage of that offer. Or an offer for a holiday camp attendees that will expire a week after the holiday camp ends, for example. Again, there are plenty of ways to use limited availability in your offers. Just make sure that it's a real limit and something that you will follow to the letter or else people will stop trusting your brand. Okay, we're getting to the fourth and last main way in which you can create great offers, which is to use promises, money back or other types of guarantees or really anything that will take the fear out of making the purchase and pass some of the risk onto you and your business. 
The idea here is that when a customer has to pay upfront for something, they're taking on all the risk. If they don't like what they've bought, then they've already spent the money and that's it. They can't go back now. By adding some sort of promise or guarantee to your offer, you're shifting the risk from your customer onto your business or club. And guess what? That will make it much more likely that the customer will be willing to take the plunge and sign up, since now they feel more safe that if they don't like it, they can at least get something back. A typical example is the 30-day money-back guarantee, whereby companies promise to give the customer their money back within the first 30 days. That could definitely work for club memberships and coaching programs who run on a monthly direct debit, for example. But if you run your coaching program in a course model, you can offer a two-lesson money-back guarantee, for example, meaning that the customer can ask for their money back before their third lesson. But once they attend their third lesson in the course, they waive that right. There are plenty of different ways to set this type of promise guarantee up. But the key idea is that you're shifting the risk away from the customer so that they feel more confident that they won't waste their money and time completely. All right, let's quickly recap the four main ways you can use to design a great offer. Number one, reduce pricing. Anything you do to make it cheaper for people to try your product or services will likely result in more people willing to try it out. Number two, create add-ons or bundles. Instead of reducing the pricing, just add value to your offer in any way that you think is relevant to the customer. Equipment is the most common way to do this. Number three, use limited availability. If your offer has an end date or a limited number of spots, make sure to advertise that fact. And number four, promises or guarantees. You can offer guarantees to take the fear out of making the purchase for the customer. Money back guarantees are the most common way to use these. Now, it probably goes without saying that you don't have to use just one of these strategies to create a great offer. You can, and probably should, use some of these ideas together in the same offer to create something truly compelling and that will make people feel like it's a no-brainer to give it a go. As an example, you could create a bundle that includes six lessons, a racket, and a t-shirt, and is charged at a 50% discount from your normal lesson price, and has a two-lesson, no-questions-asked money-back guarantee, and where you only have 10 spots to sell. I think it's fairly obvious that if you do present that kind of offer to people, you'll increase the chances that a lot of them will be persuaded to sign up. And once you've got them on court, then you can get to work to show them that tennis is great and hopefully win them over for your club or coaching program, which is really the end goal here. Okay, that is it for me today. Hopefully this episode was useful to get you thinking about your own offers and ways in which you could potentially improve them if necessary. I'll be back soon with another installment of the Tennis Business Academy podcast. Until then, and thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy this episode of the Tennis Business Academy podcast, I invite you to check out tennisbusinessacademy.com. The Tennis Business Academy is the essential resource for anyone who works in the tennis industry and is in charge of running or growing a tennis coaching program or club. Inside our community, we have coaches, head coaches, tennis business owners, club managers, and committee members. And every single piece of content in the academy has been created specifically for our sport. There are no adaptations of someone else's content that doesn't fit what we do. 
I myself run my own coaching business and I'm constantly experimenting and sharing my learnings inside the academy so that you can benefit from it. If you're interested in joining a global community of tennis professionals who are keen to learn from and support each other while also getting access to in-depth practical training and resources on all aspects of running and growing a successful tennis club or coaching program, then the academy is definitely the place to be. Check it out at tennisbusinessacademy.com.